hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Welcome to the Life is Hard Life podcast. Is hard. If you listen real close in the intro music, you can hear machines in the background. Like I, it bugs me. I hear it go like during the music. Really? <laughs> I don't know if it, yeah, I don't know if there was a fan, like a computer fan or a drive fan going or something when I made that, but I've gotten better at doing things now and so like I hear all the imperfections, but yeah, it's like there's a little whir in there. I would have just assumed it was supposed to be there. Oh, my fault. Yeah. You're right. It is. <laughs> I'd be like, that's what all part artist- of the, it's the gritty nature of our podcast. Right. What an artistic whir there is hey. in that music. Hey, it's something, right? It is. So you remember when we talked about all the smart gadgets that you don't need? Yes. Well, I ended, smart toilets and all that. I ended up having to buy a GPS locator for my my hoodie because I have a camouflage hoodie that I can never find. So, <laughs> well, it's working. Yeah. No, I mean the camouflage hoodie. Is oh working yeah, the camo part. Yeah. Because you can never find it. Exactly. I put it down, and it's like, where the hell did I put it? And I just don't see it. So would you chip your hoodie so you can GPS locate it? I gave it a little, Amazing. gave it a little locator. So I take out my smartphone and I say, find my hoodie. And does it? No, no, this shit works. You know, it doesn't work. What was that? I just, there's my heater just turned on. It's got a thermostat oh. and I just kicked it off. I just hit the button to turn it off and it beeps when I turn it off. So I thought you were illustrating the sound effect of the GPS. <laughs> No, I was that, like, oh, you got a new sound effect, Doug. Yeah. My, it was one of the buttons on the roadcast. Roadcaster. It's a smart heater. It's got a built-in feature that works. It's like nothing you've ever heard of before. So when the temperature gets low enough, it kicks on, and then when it gets high enough, it kicks off. <laughs> yes. How intelligent. Yeah, it's amazing. I don't know who thought of that, but they need it. They need. hope they got an award for it, like one of the Nobel Peace Prizes or something. I have a thermostat that you still have to flip from heat to cool. Like it doesn't just auto. We've keep talked it about this. Oh crap! We've all, I've never. This seen, is not a rerun. I'm right, just an idiot. Right, right. Well, no, you're not just an idiot. I mean, you're way more than that. But <clears throat> <laughs> so before we get on to many more things and we don't get to it, I just want to mention that the uh, the Stockton experiment where they're doing the uh, universal basic income of giving everybody $500 a month. Actually, they're not giving everybody $500 a month. They randomly selected something like, I don't know, 150 families or something to get this hundred this $500 a month. Yes. And they were doing some research now that they've been doing this for a while to see how it affected you know people because that's there's all these arguments about, well, what will happen to people if we give them free money, right? Right. It's been a long while. This is before Andrew Yang and like we were the first podcast on the planet to discuss yeah, actually basic income. Yeah. I, I remember when we started talking about this story and they called it universal basic income and gave a name to what we had been already talking about for like months. It's too bad we didn't copyright it, huh? Well, we didn't have the name. They named it. But we had been talking no, about true. the concept. Well, and it dates for back. a while. It dates way back. There have been studies and discussions about this for decades. 
before we even came along. But well, but having said that, so they, I still want credit. So I didn't write down all the research that that I was reading about it, but essentially, in a nutshell, um, more people had found jobs that had of, of you know they, when they just do the analysis, you know how many of these people that are on them that got the money versus how many people that didn't get the money. Turns out that more people that had the money were had gotten jobs versus people who hadn't gotten the money. Um, the people who got the money didn't suddenly go off on a you know binge spending spree. They didn't buy drugs with it. They didn't buy drugs and alcohol. No, they Jeez. they paid What's off wrong with these people? debts. They bought fucking groceries. Stupid shit. Um, in any case, it turned out that it was a very good thing. I don't know if the I don't think it's over yet. I think it's about to be over, but. Um, but all the metrics that they they listed now we don't know if they were biased. Whoever did the study was biased. But I, I mean, it's sort of the stuff you'd expect, right? I mean, you'd expect that people would just have a better quality of life, that they'd have this little bit of money, you know, every month coming in for just to cover their ass when things, you know, got right. got. Well, I mean, if it's not enough to sit back and you know. Yeah, what's well, a pretty small live amount. like a king, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. You and I have course, always talked about like a thousand dollars a month. This was half of that, so right. But then, of course, you're going to use it to, you know, like maybe take a class and improve your job skills, or you know, spend it at Kinko's to get your resume copied or something. Stuff you wouldn't be able to, you know, to invest in yourself that you wouldn't otherwise be able to to improve your station. Exactly. You know. And I don't know too many people that are bitching about the 1400 bucks they just got. No. And that's on top of the 600 we got a few months ago and the yeah. whatever it was the first time, 1200 I think. Yeah, back. I mean, if they spread it out to 500 a month and just, just made it consistent throughout the uh, pandemic, it probably would have even been better, right? But Right. Plus, they tacked on, there was, what, 600 a week or no, not a week. It must have been a month. On no, I think it was six hundred for the originally. The original thing was six hundred yeah, yeah. a week additional federal unemployment benefit. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. a lot of money. I know. Actually, I could make more money like that than I could working. Well, I mean, if I work more or paid myself more, but I'm just saying, like, I wasn't. That was like, I'm like, wow, that's more than I salary myself at. So, but I still didn't take it. I, I could have, I could have laid myself off and cause they, that was the thing. <laughs> that would have been interesting. <laughs> well, that was the other change. You know, I can't collect unemployment normally because I can lay myself off. Right. So I'm not entitled to collect unemployment, but that was one of the changes they did to the law. They allowed gig workers and self-employed people to collect unemployment. So, hmm. yeah. Kimisabe. So I could have. So I want I picked a bad time to have a real job. I'm going to pick on the social media people for just a second um, because so bustatroll.org, you got to love that name, <laughs> bustatroll.org, is apparently, if you read their about page, it says everything on this website is fiction. It's not a lie. It's not fake news because it's not real. And if you believe it's real, you have to have your head examined or you should have your head examined. Right? That's actually what it says on the website. So somebody took a story from there and posted it as fact, of course. Right. And this the story, it's actually an old story. And, and this, this goes around on the Internet all the time. This isn't news. This is not a new thing. It's not ground earth shattering. But I just think it's funny because the, the, what they said was that was that Nancy Pelosi had said that Americans were stupid, the stupidest people on the planet, I think. And okay. 
So this is something that was made up on this bustatroll.org, and then somebody copied it and pasted it and attributed it to a news site, an actual news site, and it went around the internet, and of course it had to be debunked by the fact checkers, right? Um, but what was, what's funny about it is I was thinking, I got in this weird circular, like stuck in one of those loops that you get into in your brain. I thought mm-hmm. if she had actually said it, then the person who posted it to social media would have been correct and it wouldn't have been as stupid, right? So mm-hmm. she had said it, she'd have been wrong. But since she didn't say it, she was right. Okay. Did you follow that? Like, no. like, like the fact Trying that people, the fact that people went on a website that's clearly a satire website that says mm-hmm. posts in big letters. This is oh, fictional. Oh, 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 yeah. Now, I'm since she in. didn't say it, she was right. People, Americans are the stupidest people on the fucking planet. Gotcha. But had she said it, then she wouldn't have been right because then it would have been it true. Is- yeah. Right, because they wouldn't have been stupid for yeah, spreading see, it. See, this is what happens in my brain, and I get into this, I get frozen <sighs> like one of those robots that has like a glitch. I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, I don't know how to get out of this loop. Um, <clears throat> so, but just to show you how, just to follow up that with another stupid thing somebody posted on social media, this is a recent one. Somebody posted, and I quote, 1.9 trillion. They could have given every American a million dollars and saved 1.5 trillion. Think about that. Uh, that's not true. No, you could give actually 1.9 million people a million dollars and you would get to 1.9 trillion. You would not have 1.5 trillion left, but you would only be able to give 1.9 million people, which is not every American, unless you're just counting rich white Americans, and then it might be. No, there's way more than that. Well, I mean, maybe not rich. Well, that's why I had to throw the rich on there, because obviously we have more white Americans. We probably have 200 million white Americans, at least, Um, because we're still... Yeah, the the whole population is, what, 350 million-ish? Not quite. Yeah, it's about 320, It's been that way for a long time. Well, we haven't got the new census out, so when we get the new census, we'll know. The last last census was about 330, but... I'm I'm guessing that we lost a lot of people in COVID. <laughs> I, well, like oh sorry, I wrote something back in 2002 or so referencing 330 million Americans. I figured for sure it had gone up by then, by now. Well, even if it didn't go up, even if it was 300 million, this guy's off by a factor of like well, yeah, 100. Yeah. You know, factor 300. of 100. Well, 150. Well, he said you'd have 1.5 trillion left over, so he's saying that. Point four trillion, which wouldn't even get you to a million, only get you to four hundred thousand people, right? So he was off by a factor of thousand. Yeah, or you're giving, or you're giving every person a thousand bucks. No, he said every person a million. I know, but his math is off. His math is god awful terrible, which is why these people. Well, it, it might not be entire stupidity because there is a contingent of people. And apparently it used to be true. Like the old definition of billion was a million million, not a thousand million. Right. Where did that come from? 
I've never heard of that. How the hell would well, you, you get, what would, what would be? Yes, because I, I've, I had an argument with a person and I, of course, you know, like I'm going to go to Google and look it up. And I was surprised to find that. I mean, I was still correct. Like the current mathematical In our use, right. The In current our- mathematical use of a billion is a thousand million, but there is a common misconception because apparently in the old whatever days or something a billion used to be a million million and if you really thought a billion were a million million then a trillion would stand a reason would either be a billion billion or a million billion a one billion or the other. billion oh my god now okay look I'm just saying in, maybe in, they in put, any maybe living, they didn't know how many zeros in are any really living a person's lifetime a billion is three digits more than a million, right? It's not. I, I know. I'm just saying you can't just go. Gee, when I was in school, you know, or or my when my great grandparents were in school, this may have been true. Because the, my point is that this shows our lack of education. That like this is well, again sure. Nancy Pelosi. Had she said what they said, she said she would have been right. Right, but it. My point is, it's a common misconception. It's not correct. And yes, if you paid attention to school and they ever talked about a million, which I don't really even remember them talking about that often, then maybe you would know. But well, I mean, actually, I'm if, just saying they might not did, just be. He did stupid. add three zeros. Just, he was off just, by a factor of a thousand. So you're right in that his misconception was off by a factor of a thousand. But that by the way, doesn't explain a trillion because that only explains him being off by three digits. And your idea, right. like when you get to a trillion, now you got to go up another six digits. So you'd, right. you, right. Wouldn't, right. you wouldn't get there. He was just off by a factor of Well, a that's how you have the 1.5 billion left or whatever. Well, however you want to look at it, uh, it's ignorance. It's mathematical ignorance. And to go on Facebook and announce that, I am so fucking smart that I know that we could have given away a million dollars per American and still saved $1.5 trillion. Right, yeah. Well, I wouldn't want to be you, okay, if you did that. If you're the guy who did that, I don't want to be you because someone like me is going to go right up your ass. If Trump were still president, that guy would probably be appointed Secretary of the Treasury. Exactly. So I'm going to give you another numbers game to think about. Okay. This is the numbers podcast here. So the Sacklers right. are in the news again. They've that they've got they're working on some This is good. They get to negotiate their settlement, right? I mean, they screwed over all these people. They got all these people addicted to opiates, you know, that they're the they're the Oxycontin people, the Purdue Pharma people in case anybody doesn't know who the Sacklers are. Um, I'm glad you uh, yeah, they clarified got, that. They got I was, rich from selling Oxycontin and I was thinking my Sacklers were in the news and that would be good. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your Sacklers. So anyway, they they the 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 plan that they have come up with that they in their wheelings and dealings they got some high paid attorneys right I mean they got billions of dollars. The Sacklers would admit no wait. Which kind of billions of dollars do they have? The the normal the that the thousand millions you know, the, the thousand millions yeah okay. But, but anyway, they they, uh, they admit no wrongdoing. Of course, they will relinquish control of Purdue Pharma. Okay. And uh, and then here's here's the great part. So 
they get to they're they're actually being fined like billions of dollars, but they get to pay an initial five hundred million up front. Then they're going to take all the money from Purdue Pharma and they're, and they're going to invest it into this new company that's going to make medications and treatments for opioid dependence and the antidote. The, the <laughs> of course they are. Yeah, and then over the next ten years, the proceeds from that new company will go towards their fine. Nice. Wouldn't that be awesome if you could just negotiate like someone says come along to you, you got you got they got like ten billion dollars, right? So somebody says, you know what? You made ten billion in the opioid business, we're gonna fine you four billion. And you're like, Oh God, you're only gonna leave me a six billion. Can we make a deal so, where we put that into a trust fund that I control and can make money on, and then as I make money, I'll pay you out of the proceeds. Can we do that? They're like, oh yeah, sure, that's fine. So here's another way to to slice it. So I make a disease. Right. And I and I get you all to pay me to buy the disease to buy and get Yeah, to get the disease. The disease right. Yeah. right? Yeah. And and now you're addicted and so I keep feeding your disease and you keep paying me money. And then when you bust me for it, I make the cure <laughs> and and pay my fines. With your money. Exactly. You selling selling you the me. antidote. <laughs> right. For the cure. You gotta love it. I'm telling you, it and then and then just to juxtapose this, there's some poor kid who hacked a couple Twitter accounts a while back. He hacked um Bill Gates and somebody else, some other high profile person. He's getting three years in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's like there's just no equity in the world. It's like fucking insanity, but Okay, so um, so before we get into non fungible tokens, because by the way, this is this is that sounds either interesting or gross. Uh, it's it's all over the news. It's the current rave in the world. Uh, I just want to mention that um, we had uh, some serious violence against Asian Americans in Atlanta today. Uh, oh, I did not hear about this. Yeah, it was just in the news today, and they can't make up their mind. They can't do math either, by the way, because I. So the headline said seven dead, one injured, and I read the article and I was counting in my head and it was eight dead, one injured, and I went back to the headline. And I'm like, uh, no, either your article's wrong or your headline's wrong. But either way, we'll just go with the the article because the article tells like in the first place the guy went, he shot five people, two dead on site, three went to the hospital, two died at the hospital, one still alive. Then he went to the next two places and shot, killed two. Three people in one place and one person in another place. Uh, all Asians, all massage parlors. That sounds like a lot more than eight plus one anyway. No, I just counted those up. Three one place, one one place, four the first place. So it's eight dead, one one still alive. Okay. In any case, it doesn't matter. The point is this idiot, uh, 20, what is he, about 21-year-old, I think? Let me see. It's in my notes. Uh, let's see. A 21-year-old, Robert Aaron Long. They always have three names. Well, he's a white guy. What do you expect? I mean... I mean, white guys always have three names. I have three names. It's well, yeah, but you don't use them. Well, but if you're going to... I mean, Robert Long is a really common name. Okay, so if you said Robert... I mean, Robert Aaron Long is probably relatively... There's probably at least three of them in the country. 
you know, because Ooh. there's remember there's three trillion people in this country, and it wouldn't take wouldn't be hard to have three Robert Aaron Longs. And, I just think that you could tell who's going to be a serial killer because they use all three of their names. I don't know. All I know is they had a picture of him. They didn't have to say he was white, which was nice because I like that. I don't have to. The thing is, it was a, basically it was a clearly a hate crime against Asian Americans. I mean, the guys went from one massage parlor to another shooting Asian workers, Asian Americans. Uh, and they're not Asians. They're Asian Americans. They're they're just Asian looking people, right? Right. Anyway, this is crap. It's all bullshit. It pisses me off. I don't know if you've heard, but there's been a huge spate of violence against Asians, probably because of the whole Kung flu and all this crap, right? Um, so you Meaning COVID? Yeah, blaming COVID on, on I thought this. I thought that stuff all happened like a year ago and we were over it's it It's getting now. worse. No, it's getting worse. Um, but it could be worse. People are just angry. They don't like to wear masks. Masks irritate their faces and they make them just do terrible things. Well, I mean, I don't care for wearing a mask either. I can't wait till this whole thing is over, but Oh, I'm going to get vaccinated in 3 days. Do you believe this shit? And your state's way ahead of mine. No, it's not that. It's where I live. Nobody wants to get vaccinated. Oh, <laughs> you just get the leftovers cuz they're like Yeah. Well, that's I mean, I Everybody declined. First of all, I've always said, I've always said, look, I'll just wait till everybody else is vaccinated because I'm like not in the demographic of being in any danger. I don't leave the house but once a week, you know, I'm fine, right? Well, I just found out today that that Onslow County is basically asking people to sign up for vaccinations because they've got vaccines. They're right now where I am. They're just doing the sixty five and over, mm-hmm. uh, the the um, uh, essential workers and sixty five and over are the people that are active, the active groups. And and anyway, I'm not in the active group, but they're like, hey, we can't get enough. We've got the fucking vaccine and nobody's coming in. So just whoever wants to sign up, so I sent in the application and they called me on the phone like an hour later and said, how's Friday? And I'm like, well, fine. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to get vaccinated on Friday. Nice. Be the first of two shots, but yeah. Right. Anyway. So yeah, people are blaming, people are going psycho. And by the way, I, in case we had not talked about this since we talked about the possibility that it started in a lab in Wuhan that has been ruled out. It did not start in the lab in Wuhan. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. I wanted to be right so bad. Well, it was an interesting so proposition. We're back to the pangolin. Some idiot ate a pangolin. They think it went from a bat to another animal to a person. A pangolin, yeah. Well, they're not very definite on that. They're pretty definite on it started in a bat. That gotcha. seems to be about the only thing they're sure about. But the pangolin was the original theory, and I'm I'm going with it. I'm sticking with the pangolin, especially now that I'm going to be vaccinated. <laughs> Fuck it, pangolin. <laughs> right. I'll get a pet yeah. pangolin. Anyway, well, so I'll eat two for breakfast. Exactly, exactly. So, so I'm going to end this thing on non fungible tokens. And when I run out of time, I'm just going to cut myself off because this is crazy shit. Okay, so so these are tokens that are not mushrooms, right? They're non fungible. Okay, yeah, you what can't. Is, what does that mean? Okay, first of all, fungible means it can be exchanged with something. Best example, and this is the same example everybody uses, is currency. If I have a $20 bill and you have a $20 bill, 
we can swap $20 bills, the same value, same everything. Like if I have a $20 bill, it's you know, been in my wallet for three years and it's all mangled. I can take it to the bank and say, give me a new $20 bill and they give you a new $20 bill, right? That's a fungible thing. It means it can be exchanged. It has no real sig- significant, it's not unique, right? Or it's not, maybe not unique is in the right word, but it's, it's exchangeable. It's, okay. It's, so like a non-fungible thing would be like, I write a song and you write a song. The two songs are not interchangeable, right? We could swap, but that doesn't mean that they're equivalent, right? Okay. Each one's unique, and you can't just so so. The idea of a non fungible token is that you put your fung your non fungible thing, your your creative work of art or your spreadsheet or whatever it is you happen to have that you own. You have to prove ownership to whoever it is that controls the the blockchain. It's because it's going to go into a blockchain. And once you do that, then they basically put it in the blockchain, which makes it like makes a permanent record of it. It can't be altered now without somebody knowing it's been altered. So this is the original. This is the thing, right? This is like the any copies don't count. I mean, it'd be sort of like. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like copywriting your stuff. Kind of, but you get what's called a non-fungible token, which is a unique token. So what the blockchain does, it is ensures that. A, you own it, and B, there's only one. Well, three things, I guess. There's one of there's only one of this thing, right? Like, as in, in the blockchain, there can't be another thing that's identical to it, right? So, so this is unique, and the token is unique, and it'll never repeat. So, so that so that so you have this token that you can now sell to somebody, which would give them ownership of this original, and. And artists are doing this. Artists are taking their art and putting them into the blockchain and then selling their art to people for, you know, modest amounts of money, you know, hundreds, thousands, whatever. Um, but it's gone crazy. Like this kid, this, well, I say kid, 30 year old. It sounds like a copyright, but go ahead. It is kind of, except you can, you can transfer it without the government being involved, right? And you can also Oh, well, get it that without. won't last. <laughs> Yeah, well, and and you can get this, you know, this thing with just a small fee to a broker. Basically, you're not having to go file for a copyright, right? But you do have to prove you yeah. own it. I mean, some somebody has to do some kind of due diligence to prove you own it. Because anyway, what's happened is this this thirty year old, uh, you know, hotshot kid who's very rich paid sixty nine million dollars for a piece of artwork. Um, Basically for the non-fungible token, right? Okay. And, uh, and so now he, you know, has this thing. And and people have sold, you know, like there was a video of, uh, what's his name? The famous basketball player. Doing, LeBron James? Mm, LeBron? Maybe. St- Steph Curry? It doesn't, mm. it doesn't matter. But, but anyway, he was doing a layup. It was like some big game and the layup was the final point that, you know, sealed the deal on the game. And just this little short video clip sold for $200,000. But I I guess the way to look at it is, is like, you know, if you take that same $20 bill Mm -hmm. and said, oh, I can make copies on my color copier, but the only thing that's really worth anything is the original, right? So, Mm -hmm. so digital copies, yes, you can still make digital copies of any digital artwork, but this one digital piece of artwork, the token is what is unique. Right. Mm-hmm. And because you have the token, you can go back 
uh, in perpetuity to this blockchain, which is managed across multiple servers, just like your cryptocurrencies are and all that stuff. So it can't be modified. It can't be, you know. And and so what does it do for you? I mean, other than, I mean, I get that it allows you to sell. It's like a copyright, but I guess like, so if I'm buying this token that represents this original art, I'm hoping it's going to appreciate in value and somebody's going to buy my token that I bought and I'm going to make money on it. Yeah, I think that's, I think other I mean, because you can't do anything with other it. Other than the right? practical like purpose. The only thing I heard that was useful to me was in this interview I was listening to, this guy said he's been able to make money on his artwork, uh, like real money, instead of having to like have an Instagram account and hoping to get a big enough following and generate enough traffic that he can make a little bit of money that way, right? Because let's face it, you know, most YouTube people say, oh, we need Patreons because we don't make enough money on YouTube views. Even the really popular ones, you know, they get millions of views, still aren't making enough money on YouTube to get by hardly. So they end up having their followers support them on Patreon. And this is just another way to do this because when someone buys your art, they're actually, they're not just buying some digital copy. They're actually saying, I bought this, right? And you can- Right, they're they're owning it now. Yeah, they have a legitimate ownership of that piece of art. It's almost like buying a painting, right? Right, but that also means they could twist it and hack it and edit it and- But it won't be the same though. Keep in mind, though, that, that, that they, what they bought is sealed in concrete, basically. The blockchain has a... Correct, but if they own it, I imagine they own the rights to it? Mm, I don't know. I mean, modifying something is different than, than owning a cop. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a derivative work, right, if you change something. That's a separate mm-hmm. thing. I sure. Mean, even if you have a copyright to something. Well, and, and you're not necessarily selling your copyright. You're just selling the image. So... Copyright law is a different matter too, you know. You could still say I own the copyright on it, but sell mm-hmm. this painting or say. I guess the the only real thing is that like you could still make copies of it, right? You could make digital copies and give them to your friends, but mm-hmm. they don't own it, right? They, <laughs> it's 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 it really ah, is. That's it, weird. It, I don't I don't see any great value add. I mean if. I mean, just take that LeBron James. Well, yeah, but why is there a craze then? That was my question. Was a, why is everybody lining up to buy these things if they don't really, I, if I, they don't convey any? Okay, so I could I could take anything. a digital photograph of a Da Vinci painting, right? And I could mm-hmm. reproduce it on an expensive printer, and it would look just as good as the original. But mm-hmm. it wouldn't be the original. Therefore, it wouldn't have the same value as the original. And I think that's the only argument I can give you. I don't think that you've got something that's inherently more valuable or better than a digital copy because the digital... Now, the one guy's example was a little different because he was actually like... What he stored in the blockchain was an algorithm that generated artwork algorithmically and you had to know how to like run it to get the actual artwork. And so what he was storing was basically a blueprint. And that's mm-hmm. a little different. That's a much different thing than storing, say, a video or a song or a, right. a drawing or something like that. But in any case, it's, I mean, you have to kind of get creative and you also have to sort of think out of the box. It's, it's kind of like art collectors have a certain mentality, right, when they're collecting art. They're just buying this thing because 
it like you said, they hope it'll have more value in the future or they just want to own it. Maybe they want to support the artist. I mean, maybe that's yeah. what it comes down to is they're saying, hey, I want to support this artist. And I don't just want to go on to some internet website and buy a copy of his work that may not even, maybe the money won't even go to him. Right? Well, I have seen artists and stuff make their own coins. Well, you've heard of that before, right? Like, uh, I don't know who, so I'm just going to make one up, but like Kanye coin oh, or yeah, whatever. I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. You know, so I don't know if it has something to do with that. Like that's how they, I don't know. Well, here's an interesting example that I heard about actually that got this whole thing started back in the day. Uh, this has been going on for a few years now. This, this whole thing is just sort of a gathering steam and getting more wealthy people buying. Part of the problem, by the way, is we have people with way too much money. Okay, and they can spend sixty million dollars without even blinking an eye, right? It's like nobody. It's like me going out and spending thirty dollars on a pair of sneakers. So, Mm -hmm. so, but what? But I thought that was interesting. This was interesting. So, what they when they originally or one of the original uses for this was the kitty. What was it called? Kitty. There was some some thing where you could get this artwork or these things for a game. I wish I remember what it was called. It's Kitty something. Kitty. But but the idea was that they had actually created like DNA for these cats. And when you would mix two cats together, you'd get a unique cat. It would be like the combination of the genes plus some random mutation. And, so mm-hmm. you, and that unique cat would instantly get its own non-fungible token. So every cat that you created, and, and this is an expensive in-game purchase. People are paying like a thousand bucks for their own little cat avatar, and everyone was unique. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, they were all unique, though, and they were guaranteed to be unique, and it was yours, and you could prove it was yours and all this crap. So, yeah, it was a big thing, um, and and it's just like I said, it's just catching on. But I think the big thing, though, is that people just— So can we take this podcast recording and yes, make a we, non-fungible token out of it? We absolutely could, and you could do it with your music. And, and in theory, it's a it's an interesting thing to look into as an artist— because, again, in the past, you've basically had to give your art away and hope you could give it away to enough people that it generated enough interest that somehow it would come back to you in some small amount of compensation because... Right. I just still am not grasping how making it a token means all of a sudden people know it's there and want to buy it. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, that's a really good question. I That's, that's the next thing, I guess, is who's... Who's advertising this stuff for sale? I think there actually is a website. I think the place where you have the token, where you get the token from and and who puts it on the blockchain advertises your work and people bid on it because that's how this stuff gets so expensive is people bid it up, right? So there's like a token auction house. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because the because the story that made the news was the 60-some, $69 million sale and that was essentially a picture that was a jpeg that was made up of 5000 different jpegs and i think it was called everydays or something like that and oh, okay <laughs> and it was well it, and it was made by some group or some person who had been taking pictures for you know 5000 days or whatever and just like took a picture from every day and put this artwork together i mean it's an interesting piece of art right but mm. this poor guy all of a sudden, he he does the he creates this piece of art. He gets the non fungible token. He puts it up for bid, and he gets notified 
that it's currently going for like, you know, $20 million. And he's like, holy shit. I mean, this is some poor starving artist, right? Yeah. All of a sudden he's, he's hearing that his thing is on auction and, and, and it's still going up to 20 million. It's still going up. And he's like, going, we're definitely going to have to put a podcast episode on there. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, this, this one's got to end cause it's getting too long, but, but anyway, in the end he gets $69 million. So, so, I mean, if, if you ask me, I think it's like a, it's like one of those, uh, you know, you know, Cinderella stories, at least in some oh. cases. Right. Oh, absolutely. It's just unexplainable. We're going to have to dig into that and continue. Well, that's discussion. why I saved it for last because I was like, yeah, I'll just use whatever time I have to try to explain this. The problem is trying to explain it because it's it's a simple mathematical process of basically creating a cryptographic key. Well, I think something. the process is understandable. It's the draw that I'm missing. Well, that's my point is how does this work? Like how does this equate to something of value, right? That's like it, hard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But we must. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could Good be worse. Good at a non-fungible token. Life is hard. But it could be worse.